For WCYB Digital Radio, I'm Paul John Spaulding. Joining me is Alain Gailly, founder and CEO of Secure, a Swiss-hosted email, messenger, and VPN. To learn more about our sponsor, visit secure.com. That's S-E-K-U-R.com. Alain, thank you so much again for joining me. Thanks, Paul, and thanks to our audience who's listening to us. I wanted to talk with you about a recent article from the Associated Press stating that Google, pending approval from a federal judge, at least according to the time of this article, settled a $5 billion privacy lawsuit over tracking people in Chrome's incognito mode. Alan, break this story down for us. From this lawsuit, what is most important for our audience to know and what are the overall implications? The most important thing to know is that when you're dealing with a big tech firm that makes over 90% of its income from advertising, you have no privacy. The deduction I have is this. Now, incognito mode was supposed to be fully private, meaning they don't track anything, but they do. They just got caught this time. Companies like that, they can pay five billion here and there. These are trillion dollar companies. So, I mean, I love the Chrome browser myself, and I'm just assuming that whatever I type there is not private, incognito or not. Incognito sometimes can give you a little bit of privacy. What's crazy is that these companies, they basically lie to the customer, right? They lie to the consumer. So how can you trust them? There's an interesting ad I want to discuss I saw a few times now between a company called DuckDuckGo and then they compared to Google, okay? So DuckDuckGo way back, I'm talking more than a decade ago, was a privacy browser. Now the ad says we have ads, but they don't track you. So the whole commercial makes you think that DuckDuck is fully private. And at the very end, there's a little voice that says, because it has to be a disclaimer, we do have ads, but they don't follow you over the net. Because what happens if you look at something and then you go to a different website, you may see that ad again, right? That they follow you. And that's just a nuance. It's still no privacy. We were looking at doing a browser. We may do one next year. If we do a browser, it will be free for secure users and it will have zero ads and that's it it's just literally you browse to go to certain places nobody should know your private business i was kind of disappointed that google does that i wasn't surprised because i just don't trust anything that these guys tell you because there's just too much money to make it's unfortunate and hopefully the five billion will go towards something good well, first off, it's very interesting to hear about Secure maybe developing a browser. I know it seems like this is an early discussion, but I look forward to seeing how that works out. But also, I wanted to ask you, because I do think a lot of people are going to be like, hey, who cares? I know you probably get that question a lot, or maybe you don't. And I do even think for savvy business owners, they might say, well, okay, Google sells my data and they run ads, but at least they're reinvesting that money into these huge cybersecurity programs. How would you, I don't want to say argue, but how would you combat discussions like that? This is the same kind of thing that I used to get when I was trying to sell Secure way back years ago. And people used to tell me, I don't have anything to add. I can use WhatsApp. It's okay. I don't have anything to hide. It's not about hiding. It's about protecting your data, protecting your identity. The same people that told me that two weeks later, one of them in the financial industry, mind you, got compromised on WhatsApp. So it's not like I have anything to hide. I'm going to go to the dark web. And no, I mean, it's about privacy because when, when Google or anybody else sells your data, 
the people who will use that data don't use it properly either and they don't protect it. I mean, do you want to be bombarded by ads and maybe one day if there is like an issue with your business or a lawsuit or a competitor wants to know what your business is looking at and what they do, that's when it becomes murky when that information is available for sale. Your business, your private life, I mean, if you don't care, we might as well live in China with those facial recognitions nonstop. Do you really want it to go to that level? No. So there is a point where I say, if you're going to tell me incognito is private and I go there, it needs to be private. It's a choice I make. I can go regular mode or incognito. And I think the people who say, I don't care if Google watches what I serve. Well, they probably haven't been compromised yet. And up to how much are you going to give a third party full access to your data? That's my question. Well, I'm wondering how many people think about this in terms of Gmail. And I don't have any insight knowledge into this, but I am curious your thoughts about this, Alan. Do you think, and by the way, as in Gmail, according to Google, they're based on the user's online activity while signed into Google, but there's no incognito mode in Gmail. And obviously, as we just talked about, that's now <laughs> a big issue. But how does that align with expectations of user privacy? Because seeing this lawsuit must drum up some other thoughts and other questions about maybe some of their other products. Again, we have no insight knowledge about this, but I'd just be curious what you have to say. That's a really good angle. I'm actually talking to one of the presidential campaign, a couple of them, actually. They use Gmail, one of them, and the cyber warfare specialist is a very famous guy in the US. He was telling them, you know, do you want foreign actors or even domestic to read every single thing you do? Or do you want to protect it? Because at some point you need that privacy. Communication is everything. So you're right. On Gmail, there's no privacy mode or incognito mode. I mean, already if the incognito is betraying you, you can be sure that the email has zero incognito mode. And this is why people move to us, frankly, because they want to protect their privacy. It's a right. Some people may not care and some people do. When it comes to a business, though, I think it gets to be very important. It depends the kind of industry you're in. If you're sending back and forth financial information to your clients and they are sending to you, which most businesses do, that's worrisome because that info is out there for hackers, for people to sell it. When somebody buys your data and they reuse it, they don't protect it. So it's opening a can of worm they just got caught. I don't think they're going to do a whole lot on incognito. I hope they do. But if a company makes 95% of its revenue from advertising, you just cannot expect privacy from them. They do amazing products, but privacy is not one of them. And neither does the other camp. As we know, Microsoft executives just got hacked by some Russian intelligence. And we'll talk about it in another episode. But those are the same people who breached with the solar wind attack back in 2020, 2021. And those breaches stole the source code of Microsoft. So you don't have privacy with the big guys anymore. You may have amazing products and that's it. But that's good enough for some people, but not good enough for others. Well, Google has more products than just Gmail and Chrome, and another one is a VPN. I'm sure you're familiar with that. I looked it up, and I saw a ZDNet article from December 2022, and it states that NCC Group conducted a security assessment of Google's VPN and identified, this is a quote, several techniques that could be employed to compromise user supposed anonymous activity should Google choose to be compelled to actively violate its own claims. 
Alon, you obviously run secure and they have a VPN. I'm sure this is a bit of a loaded question because of course you're going to side with your own product, but I imagine you have a lot of thoughts about this and it's really important for people to look at this. So it goes back again, nothing that Google will do will have privacy, nothing. And again, Google makes really good stuff. But if you want privacy, you just don't go to Google or these other VPNs. ExpressVPN, for example, got caught a few months ago selling traffic data. This one now has a security assessment. It's just because these companies, they can't help it. They need to be able to catch your data. The revenue from that is just too big to ignore. I'm not even faulting Google. It's just their business model. It is an advertising company. So this article basically proves that even when that company does its own security assessment, the security assessment tells them if you really want to, you can actually capture everything. And Google will resell it. If there's a market there and if it's acceptable, they'll sell the traffic data. I'm not saying they're doing it, but in the future they do. Some people that are big into the ecosystem, they'll go to Microsoft or Google and they're really diehard. Those people we can't convince. But if you are somebody that is looking for privacy and security and you don't need the trillion dollar company, then you come to smaller players. A reason also why you have all these false and security issues is because these systems are open source. You have a million developers working on Google stuff. It's a standard. So when you have developers developing a product, not everybody is going to be an amazing code writer. There will be faults in the code. There'll be errors. I talked to so many cybersecurity expert code writers, and they're telling me there's a ton of flaws in those open source codes that are written all the time, and not everybody can catch them. That's also, I'm going to call it a manufacturing issue, let's say, in the system. That's also a big problem. If you have millions of people working on codes, well, not everybody's going to be A+. That's where these security flaws come in too. So you have two problems here. You have the security problem because you have just too many people working on the system. They're not all perfect. There'll be fabrication issues. And then you also have privacy issues. If Google decides one day to make money from this, they can. We'll be right back after a quick word from our sponsor. Secure Private Data Limited is a cybersecurity and internet privacy provider of Swiss-hosted solutions for secure and private communications. The company distributes a suite of encrypted emails, secure messengers, secure VPN, and other secure communication tools. Secure's privacy solutions serve consumers, businesses, and governments worldwide. Offering a 100% Swiss-hosted private communications platform, no data mining, and no big tech hosting, Secure has been putting data privacy back in consumers' hands since 2007. Learn more at secure.com. That's S-E-K-U-R.com. And now back to the podcast. I want to zoom out for a minute and consider our whole audience. This could be larger enterprises, smaller or medium businesses. It could be the C-suite. Anybody listening here, I'm curious, Alon, do you have any general and practical security tips that you would like to share with them? Because there's so much to break down here. And obviously, again, we're talking a lot about emails and web surfing here, but there's so much more too. First of all, reduce your social media footprint instead of your carbon. That's the first thing. Take precaution. It's critical thinking. That's harder to do. 
if you're on LinkedIn, don't put your phone number and email and message like that. People are so used to social media messenger. Get off from those platforms. That will reduce your footprint dramatically because it's like screaming and saying, hey, I'm here. Come and take my data. Come and hack me. See what my business is doing and so forth. That's one thing. Then you have to get really good solutions that respect your privacy and, of course, the security. Don't just go for convenience and free. I mean, businesses pay for these solutions. I had business ask me, can I use Google Docs and not use the Gmail? I said, absolutely. We use Microsoft Office, but we don't use Outlook, for example, because we have our own system. So you can split things. You can use Google and Microsoft. They're amazing products when it comes to their office uh, solutions. But for communications, if you have an option, go to another one. And there's stuff like that, just basic thing. Don't use free Wi-Fi. These are the same advice that I usually give. I'm going to do a little plug here. I have a show on Fox Business every week, and it's called a Secure Hack of the Week. And a lot of time we tell people the same five things. Don't use free Wi-Fi. Reduce your footprint on social media. And Try to at least have one or two privacy tools that you use for your business or your sensitive information. I want to tell you as an enterprise, we came up with a new solution called Secure Relay. This really ties into the Microsoft executive hack. And Secure Relay is a way for a company to be able to stay on Office and Outlook because a lot of time a big company doesn't want to migrate to another system because the users are used to Outlook and also there's a cost and so forth. But we can get the C-level executives on Secure System using the same domain as the other thousands of people. So we split the domain into two providers. This is an amazing solution for executive board members, C-level and so forth. And that's a great way to take advantage of our secure send feature and so forth. Plus you get more storage, 250 gig per email. And then you have the same domain as the rest of your company that's using Outlook. Because we're trying to make it easy for the decision makers to be protected as best as possible without being a big cost for the company to migrate. That's kind of my advice. Alan, as always, I really appreciate you coming on and sharing your thoughts. Thank you, Paul. Thanks everyone for listening and be careful out there on the internet. For WCOIB Digital Radio, I'm Paul John Spaulding. Joining me today was Alain Gailly, founder and CEO of Secure, a Swiss-hosted email, messenger, and VPN. To learn more about our sponsor, visit secure.com. That's S-E-K-U-R.com. You can keep up with all of our media at sabrakaimagazine.com.